To be in him is not an option. This is life and death. Like a diver needs air. Like a branch needs a vine. Like a heart needs a beat. Son of God, rescuer, Jesus. Through him, with him, in him. Presence Conference 2016. Guest speakers, Canon J. John, Louis Giglio, Samuel Rodriguez, and Phil and Chris Pringle, along with the C3 band from the 19th to the 22nd of April, register at presenceconference.com. Welcome to another message by Pastor Phil Pringle, leader of C3 Church. We are praying that this message will bless you and help you live your best life. For more information about Pastor Phil and C3, please visit myc3church.net. This last week we had about, uh, I don't know, 40 or so people come to Christ in various services around church. And uh, I was in Hobart on Friday night, about 12 people came forward there. And then in Amsterdam, I read at the Every Woman uh, meeting there, there was about 25 women. And then here, there were 15 on Wednesday night uh, with Chris, Mrs. Pringle preaching. They used to tell me it was an amazing night. Give Mrs. Pringle a big hand. Unbelievable. Fabulous. And, uh, and so uh, when I was in Hobart, I met a gentleman who uh, came to my, uh, I did a live painting up there. And uh, in one of the ch- our churches, in John Pierce's church at, oh, where is it, um, Kiwana Waters. And, and this gentleman uh, came, came to Christ. There was a bunch of people who came to the Lord after that painting, live painting. And uh, afterwards he told me that that day he was attempting suicide. But his brother said, come with me to church. And he was very angry and abusive and he didn't want to go, but he, he dragged him along and... Uh, he said, I don't know what happened. My hand went up in the air. He came to Christ and he's transformed. And then he got solid in that church, took next steps, did what Glenn Francis has done. And he, he found a, a, a wife. We're good at, you know, that. And uh, as you can see, and, and he, he got married. And then he, he, he was there for four years, apparently. And then he moved down to Hobart to run, to be the manager of a Christian radio station there. So he's broadcasting the gospel all around. And he came up and he told me, and so I filmed it. Uh, and the reason I tell you that is because on Easter Sunday morning, I'm not just painting one, I'm painting three paintings here uh, live. <laughs> and I, I don't do it for many people, only special people like you. And so, uh, but it's not just for you, it's uh, for your friend I'm painting it for the people you know who are in dire straits and uh, who are needing some help. Good, well, I'm up here on my own. I better get moving. They've all left me. Uh, you know, this is the second week we're doing on, on uh, momentum and moving forward. And, and in this one, I want to uh, talk more about actually moving forward together. It's always easier to do a journey with another person. You ever been to the gym uh, and you're working out with somebody and then they decide to answer a phone or, or they go away and do something? Well, it's like you, you lose the rhythm and the sense of power of just doing something together. And you will always do life better together than you will on your own. It's just a known fact. There's more synergy, more, more power, more unity, more agreement, 
more authority when you actually move together. And, uh, and so momentum forward is assisted greatly when you do it as, as a group, as a, as a twosome, as a threesome, as a, uh, as a group moving together. In 3 John verse 2, this is my, my scripture today, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Can you, can you all say that with me? Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Okay, so I know that doesn't sound like it's got a lot to do with next step or journeys or connect, but it actually has got an enormous amount to do with it. The word prosper there means, beloved, I pray that you may have a successful journey. That's literally what it means, that you will travel successfully. It's like the, the wish or the prayer that you would give to a person embarking on a trip overseas. I pray that you'll prosper and they're trying to get a deal or sign a contract. They're trying to do something. And, and so you're wishing them. And it was used by everybody in those days. They'd say, may the gods prosper you. But John took that word and said, there's one God and he's, I'm praying that He will make your journey successful. The fact is, what Jesus has called you to is not a, a standing. He's called you to a walk. He's called you to a walk which is step after step after step. So it means we've got to take steps to keep ourselves progressing. But He is saying, as you do that, you will prosper. But it's not just the outside of our lives that, is, that, that He's looking at that He wants to prosper. It's actually the inside of your life as well. Because He's saying that as your soul prospers, so will your circumstances. And if you're trying to get your circumstances to go up while your soul is going down, if you're harbouring a bad attitude or you've you got uh, unclean things going on in there or, or things are damaged inside there, then that's gonna echo in your circumstances. It's gonna, get, it's gonna be reflected just on the outside. In fact, I've watched people who in an artificial manner are, are surrounded with good surroundings and, and yet on the inside, they're not like that and they don't feel comfortable with the good surroundings. So eventually they, 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 they get the surroundings to look like they feel on the inside. And that's when you get that, that feeling comfortable. We, I saw that many times where people uh, who, who wouldn't work or what, for whatever reason, wouldn't, weren't able to and had a very poor feeling about themselves on the inside, maybe not their fault. And, and uh, in most cases, definitely not. And, and yet nobody was concentrating on their internal self-image or their internal soul or their mindset, but trying to just fix it up by putting a, a nice house, you know, and governments do this. And, but inevitably what happens is, is that the, the new spark, sparkly, shiny house is, is uncomfortable for them because they, they want one with broken windows and, and glass or whatever, and, you know, that's, that's, and old things hanging around. And, and so it, it actually ends up reflecting what's inside. And Jesus says, look, I've come to repair you and to heal you and to fix you inside. And you will find that that will, of a natural outcome, just be reflected in your circumstances as time passes. And so as He lifts you within, you'll find your circumstances get lifted on the outside. And it's impossible to actually do that, to, to get a lift on the outside when your attitude on the inside is, is down. So this word, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So if your soul is doing well, your whole body's gonna be doing well, even your, your physical body. 
I thought, I wonder what the link is between stress and illness. And uh, so I, you know, I'm not saying Google's the final authority, but there's a lot of different articles about that subject. And you know, it's, it's, uh, it's only responsible for about 99% of uh, illnesses, apparently. It's like stress and anxiety. And, and, and I know it's the most common thing. How do, I, how do I ease the burden in my brain and the pressure on my emotions? How do I loose that stress off me? Well, we just spent 30 minutes doing that. That worship, if you enter in there, Things will evaporate. You'll let off steam. It'll, it'll dissipate. The things that are moving in on you will be disarmed and diffused. And you'll emerge from a meeting like this feeling refreshed and knowing, wow, I've got a new lease on life in here. Ephesians 4 verse 15 says, Speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into Him who is the head, who is Christ. And then in verse 16, of the same passage, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying itself in love. That's a fantastic passage. It starts out by saying, God is anticipating that you and I would grow up. The fastest way that you will grow is by having responsibility. There's not a faster way for any kind of growth to happen than actually when you get some responsibility on your shoulders and you're bearing a burden. I remember uh, when Chris and I first got born again, within three weeks, would have been within three weeks, we had a connect group and it grew to a hundred people. I mean, it was like rapidly growing and uh, the, the grew about that much in, a, in about three months. But I tell you, I hadn't been to Bible college I, hadn't ha I had no theological training. I was preaching out of the Book of Concordance. I, I mean, I had, I had Abraham walking on the water to the disciples. John was a Baptist. And uh, I didn't understand anything at all about, but I was preaching what I knew, what I could get out of that. I was just talking about Jesus. I mean, the way I got saved was I got saved through getting set free from demon power. You know, like it was an astonishing moment in my life. So pretty well everybody I met and led to Jesus, I just cast demons out of them. And uh, even, even if they had a little problem, I'd say, oh, it's a demon. And uh, but obviously I've, we've gotten more intelligence about that these days. Uh, we're made, way more sophisticated and, and respectable, so nobody's got demons. Uh, but I, I gotta tell you, they still do. <laughs> you, you've met them. And, uh, and, 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 and one of the best things you can ever do is just cast that thing off you uh, and, and take a stand against some of those things because you know, he loves operating under camouflage. That's another, another matter that we can talk about some other time. Here it says the whole body Growing up, when, as soon as we had that group, we were growing up, definitely. And then we had people come who were, were on drugs, they were you know, like addicts. We had people who were into self-harm. They, they had problems that didn't, they couldn't solve. We had people who'd run away from home. Had One night had a whole uh, gang of hell's angels come into the house. Uh, obviously a slow night for them. They just wanted to... 
chew up some Christians and, uh, and they came in with chains and they were just ready to... Well, the amazing thing was that that presence that we felt in worship here was in that house. It was so in that house, I tell you, there was this purple cloud and it wasn't smoke or from anything. It was, for, when we first moved in there for three days, that purple sort of bluey cloud was in the room. We tiptoed through the room because it was, it was like a holy space. But in that space, we saw so many miracles happen. And one of them was that every one of those, except one of those guys, every one of those hell's angels that night got converted. They came to Christ. They asked Jesus and they're like, they said, what's this feeling in here? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, give the Lord a clap off for it. it we, we, when, when you let that presence live in, in a space, God will work on people's lives. Sometimes we think we've got to do it, but the power of God is life transforming for people. Okay, so then it says, from whom the whole body joined and knit together. You know, uh, a joint, some bone joints look like that. They look, don't they, you know? And sometimes you meet people in church that you just fit with. They say, wow, we get along so well. You meet other people and they're one of those too. And that doesn't work really that well. But you get the, the ball and socket vibe and that's awesome. And, and then you'll find there's pressure on those relationships sometimes, even the ones you like. So you have ligaments going over front, holding the joint in place. So you have a commitment to make it work, to get through the thing. Cause you know, one day you're gonna laugh about it. And if it's gonna be funny later, it's funny now. And so, so you, you, you work on holding that together. We're joined and knit together. So relationships can get complex, but that's part of God's design. Because we're knit together. If you, if you, if you, can't, you sort of can't break out of that relationship, you knit it into this one. And that's crossways knitting. And we all get to, to be actually bound together in the body of Christ in a common vision and the same, the same purpose. Here's the thing. It says, the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. We're talking bone joints here, people. Stay with me. <laughs> that every joint supplies something. Every connection supplies something. Now here's the thing. This is, this is staggering to me when I realise this, that, that 90% of my destiny, of what I'm meant to be doing here on earth is not in me. It's in the people God has connected me to. So I, I am never gonna be able to do the things that He has called me to do if I am not connected to those people that He has put in my life. And that is one reason why the devil will try and sever divinely arranged connections. And you know when there's a divine, a divine arrangement in a, in a relationship, you can feel the, the synergy and the, and the power of actually doing life together. But I, we, we can't do what God has called us to do unless we are connected. I'm never gonna accomplish what God's called me to do unless Scott Dawson is in the church and sitting on the front row for 30 years and we're, you know, and he's doing stuff and I'm doing stuff and his wife, Sue, is like one of the best pastors in the whole world. And, uh, well, they both are actually. And, and looking after people, I, I, we can't, I can't do what I'm doing without Richard and Kate Forsyth doing what they do. They've got a piece 
of my puzzle in their world. I've got a big jigsaw to put together and they're a massive piece of that. In their world, I'm possibly a little piece of the jigsaw in their world, trying to make things work and bring it together. But you know, Kate got healed and is able to have children who are now serving the Lord. And, and, and that came out because they, they got in, involved here and had a miracle. And so the, the piece of their puzzle was in someone else. And we have all got people around us that God has connected us to. And that is why we have connect groups. Because in those connect groups, we can actually keep ourselves moving forward and supply to one another those areas and those things that we could never do on our own. In Ezekiel 37, I want you to come with me there. Verse one, it says, the power of the Lord. Actually, it says, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Can you go to verse 11 for me, please? Go to verse 11. And it says here, uh, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. We are disconnected. Disconnection, isolation, is one of the prime causes why the church is a pile of bones sometimes instead of a marching army. The destiny for that pile of bones was to be an army, marching in unity in the same direction, in the same pace, equipped and armed, ready for battle, victorious in battle. But instead they were completely defeated, lying in a valley, disorganised, disconnected, going nowhere, pile of bones. Not any muscle, not any ligaments, nothing, just bones. And God said to the prophet, can these bones live? He said, oh God, that's just too big to ask. I look at them. It looks impossible to me. He says, well, they can. I can take the most disorganised, chaotic, dry, bony situation and I can turn it into an army. God can take your situation, no matter how bad it is. I don't care how many disconnections you've had in your life. I don't care how dry you feel in your life. Right here in this place today, God can work a miracle with a pile of bones and turn them into an army. He can take your pile of whatever and turn it into a magnificent miracle. And He can do it with an entire church, an entire body of believers. I'm not saying that, you know, we're, we're that pile of bones either. I'm saying, you know, we seem to be doing a few things okay. But all of us have got a little pile of bones somewhere in our world. And we need to get connected and let the joints supply what is lacking on the inside of our life. And I know that here today, the thing that happened when Ezekiel was told that, he said he began prophesying to the bones. He began speaking to that pile of dry bones. And he said, oh, you dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. It's a weird thing when you're talking to a pile of bones, when you're talking to a problem about what God has told you to say. But he said, I said what God told me to say. And as soon as I started speaking, the wind began to blow. As soon as I began to speak, rattling started happening. Bones started shaking on the ground and they started moving together. And they said, our hope is lost, our bones are dry and we ourselves are cut off. They were severed, they were isolated, they were lonely. You can be in a big church and still feel lonely, but I need you to know that this is a place where you can belong. Not just believe, but you can belong. There is a place 
in the house of God for you. And it happens through connections. It's not just a place, a seat in a building. It's a relationship. It's a network of believers. And in that network, you will find yourself doing the impossible. You'll find yourself moving forward rapidly, growing, taking your next step on a walk, a spiritual growth. We are doing this because we are wanting to grow big people. We are wanting to grow strong people. We are wanting to grow a mighty church. And those people, every individual here, our burden, our vision is for you. It's not just us fulfilling a vision, it's that you would have your best life. And let me prophesy to you today that you will, as long as you just say, yeah, God, I'm in the river, I'm gonna come into this place. You will experience a life that you could get nowhere else other than from God in heaven. The power of His Holy Spirit is gonna fall upon you. The power of God is gonna come within you. The anointing is gonna come on this church. It's gonna come on your people. And this is a day which is like no other day before. The sun is rising on a new day, on a new dawn, on a fresh life, on a fresh move, on a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I see a jug tipped over our congregation, a jug of wine, a jug of the Holy Spirit, and it will be poured like a mighty vessel into every heart here. Let's all stand as the musicians come. I want you to give the Lord a great clap offering here today and say, Lord, I know that Your power, Your Spirit, Your grace is gonna come upon us in this hour and we will see the might and the glory and the power of God touch hearts and touch lives in this place. I'm telling you, we will see a wave of miracles come through this church. A season of miraculous healings, a season of circumstantial miracles, a season of even the dead being raised up and coming alive. We will see a, 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 a move of God that will cause the barren to bear children. We will see a move of God that will take those who are afar off from God to return and be connected and be empowered with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We are seeing in this day and hour a move across the city of Sydney like a great cloud will cover parts of the city I see a cloud over the center of the CBD and the anointing will rain down, rain over Bondi, rain will come down over the eastern suburbs, rain will come down on the northern beaches, rain will come down on the north shore, rain will spread out through the west, Lord, through all those, all those new housing estates, down through Alexandria, down to the airport, down to the southern shire, down to the southwest. There will be a move of the Holy Spirit. I see a river breaking into many rivers, many, many rivers, touching many, many churches of many, many different kinds. Rivers of life flowing through this city because this is the hour, says the Almighty God, when that darkness will increase on the earth and will increase on the peoples. There will come times of financial pressure. There will come times of financial blessing. Those who reach out for me will find blessing in their right hand. Those who do not reach out to me will find that they will be in troubled times that will cause their knees to bend and discover Christ themselves. This is a time when I will move on government bodies, when I will move in the entertainment industry, when I will move through sporting industry, when I will move and I will move and I will move 
a fresh day of the moving of the Holy Spirit will blow upon dry bones. They will come together. My church will arise mightier than it ever has in the history of the world. This is the hour when my son's church will be glorified in the earth. He will be magnified and I will be lifted up. Oh God, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the majesty. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. In these last couple minutes of the service, as I'm standing here, I can see padlocks on doors unlocked. I was just standing here and I see doors that have been locked up for a long time in hearts. And the padlock is unlocked. Christ is the, is the one who's the key to unlock that. We're gonna sing this song one more time. And I know that a freedom will come to you. And I know what that, I know what's inside that room, it's fear. And it's locked up inside of you, fear about your future. You're worried that your marriage isn't gonna last. You're worried that you're gonna get cancer. You're fearful of death. You're fearful of things in your world, of certain relationships. Listen to me. God does not give you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. You're set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is called the Spirit of Liberty. And I can tell you, fear will go in this place today. All fear, you are bound. You'll get out of every soul, every heart in this place. And we release you in the Name of Jesus, the most powerful Name in all the universe. I'm praying for fear to disappear from this place and boldness to fill the heart. Faith and love and the boldness of God fill every heart in this place as we worship in Jesus' Name. Thank you for listening. We wanted to wrap up this podcast with an update of some of the great things God has been doing in our community and beyond as a result of your generosity and your partnership. Here is a report by Beyond Director, Pastor Jake Betlam on some of your achievements from last year. What an amazing year we've had once again through all our community initiatives. We are so grateful for the passion and commitment of all the exceptional leaders that represent our Beyond strategy. So on behalf of Pastor Phil and Chris, I want to say thank you. Jackie Mickak for leading our scripture teachers who together teach and minister to over 1,000 students each week. Thank you to Nicole Adler for leading our CAP ministry who this year helped 56 families get out of debt and in control of their finances. Thank you to Josie Parada who in 2015 alone provided support for over 50 single mums going through difficult challenges like domestic violence. Thank you to Mitch Hammond and his team of high school volunteers that have helped hundreds of students right across the Northern Beaches. Thank you to Glenn Garine for leading Raw Effect in a Revolution Red campaign. This year they raised $20,000 with 50% going to Kids Helpline. Thank you to Joe McDonough for establishing our new chaplaincy team with now 25 involved in chaplaincy roles across Sydney. Thank you to the unstoppable Carly Lewis for leading the ever-growing C3 Care Centres. 
In 2015, our care team across Sydney served over 5,000 meals and connected with almost 500 new people, providing assistance with clothing, furniture, employment, and most importantly, friendship. Thank you to Julian who coordinates and administrates all our Beyond initiatives, including our international projects like Fadere Girls Academy, New Pay Microfinancing, and Child Action Lanka, which alone is responsible for the care of 1,100 street kids in the nation of Sri Lanka. And thank you to you, all our vision builders. Together we have invested almost $750,000 in 2015. This has helped thousands of people right across this city and beyond. We are seeing so many lives transformed as a result of your faithful generosity and your partnership. Your giving has allowed this podcast and your best life TV show to bring the good news of Jesus into countless homes all throughout the world. And thousands of lives have been transformed both near and far. Lives just like Alicia Martin, a previous recipient of the Love Sydney gift made possible by your generosity. C3 Church has been a major part of Food Within. The charity itself would never ever have been developed without the Love Sydney donations. Please welcome to the stage tonight, Alicia Martin, her husband Neil, and her sons Wayne and Brad. We're delighted to present a donation of $15,000 to you. When we received the first donation, it allowed us to be able to provide healthy food for so many families in the community. The second donation allowed us to set up a community supermarket, which entailed we helped over 816 families with healthy food. We have seven areas that we also look at for families when we give them food. When they goal set, we include spiritual because I believe my faith has gotten me through some very hard and difficult times. I started to do the research of how to get the program where people could barter work for food across Australia. So great news is, February 2016, we're rolling out the program for Parramatta Blacktown Penrith area. Three months later, we're hoping that'll go across rural country areas and then by 12 months, Australia-wide, which is fantastic. So on behalf of all the lives that have been changed and transformed by the power of God, we say thank you. We're praying for God's richest blessing in your life, your family, your business, and that you will discover your best life in Jesus Christ. Hi friends, I am so excited about our new album, Only Love. You can download it on iTunes. It is fantastic. I've found this has such a buoyant effect on my soul. When I'm listening to this music, it lifts me, it helps me worship God. And I'm telling you, during the day when I'm not even listening to the music, those songs keep singing themselves on the inside of my heart. I know you're gonna love this great album, Only Love from C3 Church.
Thanks for listening. We are always encouraged to hear the stories of great decisions that you have made and the great things that God is doing in your life. So if you have a story to share or if you have a prayer request, please email us at podcast at myc3church.net.